Hey, what is going on guys? It's DK. Back at you with another video here to write in the seven game NBA main slate on Monday. Before I get into the video, if you guys are new to the channel, my name's DK. I make daily videos and live stream for NBA and NFL sites on DraftKings, and I'm now making videos for NBA Top Shot as well. If you guys are not familiar with NBA Top Shot, basically the idea is they're like virtual trading cards, virtual moments. I have a video up on my channel explaining what it is if you guys are interested in that. If you guys cannot watch these YouTube videos, I also upload an Apple podcast. I have a link down below. It's called the DKDFS Show. If you're interested in signing up for premium content, I offer that on patreon.com, an esports package, as well as an NBA package. And then finally, I want to thank Prize Picks for sponsoring the show. If you're not familiar with Prize Picks, maybe this is your first time watching. The idea is you're taking over under on fantasy points. For example, we have Luka Doncic at 57 fantasy points. Do you like the under? Do you like the over? Um, again, they have eight players already posted. There'll be a lot more as uh, you know the day goes on tomorrow. They also have esports. You can mix and match sports, soccer, football, all that good stuff. So if you guys want to sign up, you can use the code DKDFS. DKDFS, all one word, link down below. You get 100% match up to $100. So if you put $100 in, you get a free $100 to play with, basically $200 total. Um, but yeah, with that out of the way, let's jump into the video. So before we talk about players and the prices for this seven-game slate, let's look back mine up here from Sunday. So Sunday, uh, I told you guys I was going for the full stack of the late game, and that's what I did. Uh, Charlotte, Sacramento, I just fully stacked it here. I can get out of the way so you guys can see. But I talked about this in the Patreon live stream. So um, I thought the optimal build was play the Boston guys, that being Tatum and Kemba, play one of the Miami guards. I went with Drogic. Unfortunately, he was just subpar. Of course, it was Kendrick Nunn that goes off randomly. Kendrick Nunn always goes off in the most random times. I play him when literally there's no one else healthy on the Miami roster and he plays 40 plus minutes and he does nothing. But when they're, when they're almost fully healthy besides Jimmy Butler, that's when he just randomly goes off. So it's just so, so frustrating about that. Um, yeah, Drogic was subpar. None was the one you wanted. Again, the two Boston guys were both really good. Uh, but yeah, I, I told everyone on Patreon that I was foregoing the optimal plays to just full stack this game. Because I thought this game had insane upside. Two teams that are shorthanded. Two teams that play very little defense. And right now, I think, what is it? 67 to 66 at half? Yeah, so... Hopefully this continues with my luck. Uh, one team will pull away and this game will blow out somehow, even though it's a one-point game at half. Uh, but yeah, going over my lineup. So Lamelo, Drogic, Barnes, Bridges, Biombo, Fox, Bagley, and Rashawn Holmes. Of course, to start the game, I'm looking at that. And I see, I think it was 18 points already for Sacramento, like the first five minutes. I was like, I, and I, was, I looked at my phone. I was like, oh, this is great. Like, well, let's see how we're doing. And literally like 15 of the 18 were from Buddy Heald, the one starter I did not have. I'm just looking at this. I'm like, are you actually kidding me? Like, Buddy Heald, this is going to be the Buddy Heald game. I literally play Fox, Barnes, Bagley, Holmes. Every single starter besides Buddy Heald. And he is the one that goes off to start the game. I just like, I couldn't believe it. I just put my phone away. I was like, I can't look at this. Uh, but yeah, luckily, everyone else is is bouncing back. Uh, Fox, solid, 22 at half. Bagley on fire, 23. Holmes with 21 is on fire. Uh, Harrison Barnes on fire with 21. I used Bridges and Biombo for value. I wanted to get Peach Washington in there too. I actually used him for my late slate lineup. Um, just couldn't get him into this lineup. I mean, I could have went, took, I could have taken uh, or taken Bagley or Holmes out for PJ if I wanted to. But um, yeah, that's really the luck back, guys. Uh, hope you guys had a good night. I'll see how it ends up finishing. Right now, looking pretty good. Uh, again, with my luck though, something weird will happen. Um, and this game will somehow blow out or something. But all right, let's talk about the Vegas odds for this seven-game slate. 
We have three of the seven out right now. Dallas and Orlando, it's a 224.5 over under. The Mavs are seven-point favorites. Jazz, Pelicans, a 235 over under. The Jazz are seven-point favorites. And Hornets, Blazers, uh, 235.5 over under. The Blazers are six-and-a-half-point favorites. All right, so starting off with Dallas and Orlando, um, this is a game that I'm a little bit worried about the blowout. Orlando has been absolutely terrible. I feel like they get blown out every single uh, game that they play. Uh, but starting on the Dallas, that's Luka Doncic. I do like at the top. Porzingis is probable. Um, so, you know, slight downgrade to his usage. But again, Luka's a guy that can stuff the stat sheet. Was on pace for a pretty big game there. And then, unfortunately, that game blew out. Of course, again, I had Luka and Harden, uh, and that game blew out. Uh, but yeah, Luka is a guy that I think is a safe play with some upside. My one concern is just the, the potential for a blowout. Now, Porzingis at 8-2, more of a contrarian play. Uh, was on pace for probably over 30 minutes of the game. Stayed close. Was on pace for pretty, or, or was looking like a, a pretty solid game. Again, just unfortunately he didn't play in the fourth quarter because of the blowout. So more of a contrarian spend up there. And with uh, Porzingis being healthy, kind of just makes everyone else just secondary plays like Brunson, Jay Rich, Hardaway, Dorian Finney-Smith. Moving on to the Orlando Magic. So Orlando, not a team I love. Vucevic has a contrarian spend if you can go there for GBPs. Not really a cash game play, though, at his price point. Fournier, Ross, nah. Uh, Michael Carter-Williams, nah, no thank you. Value-wise, Alfaruk Amino is probably the guy I'd look to at 3.8K. Uh, you know, would have played probably a little bit more if the game did not blow out. I think we'd probably get 25-ish minutes from him. Not a super high usage guy, but I think we could look there for uh, for some value. I'm right, moving on to the Indiana Pacers. So, um, we one uh, one piece of news we have to monitor here is the status of Malcolm Brogdon. He is currently questionable. Well, in the the last game that Malcolm Brogdon missed, TJ McConnell literally played 100 minutes. No, he actually played 46 minutes. 46 minutes for TJ McConnell. Like, what on earth is that? Literally sat for two minutes. Um, This is a revenge game. If there's no Malcolm Brogdon, I really like TJ McConnell in the midrange. Uh, He's a guy that can stuff a stat sheet. Uh, If he plays anywhere close to 46 minutes again, he is still a little bit underpriced here at 6.1K. So I do like TJ McConnell a good amount if there's no Malcolm Brogdon. Now, my luck will be Brogdon will be out. I'll play McConnell, and we'll go to Aaron Howell to hell in minutes. Uh, but no, yeah, I think TJ McConnell is a really solid play there if there's no Malcolm Brogdon. Uh, Sabonis, a little bit too pricey there at 10-1. Miles Turner, I don't love playing centers against Joel Embiid. Um, other value, again, I thought Aaron Howell would play more of the last game. He still only played 19 minutes. Maybe we don't get 46 minutes from McConnell. Maybe we only get 40, and Aaron Holiday plays like 25. So I think he's somebody who could look to as a punt play if there's no uh, Brogdon. All right, moving on to the Philadelphia 76ers. So, Two big pieces of news here, Embiid and Tobias Harris. This will change the slate. If they're both in, then there's not a ton of love. I think Embiid would probably be the guy for me. Uh, If they're both out, then I think my strategy would be Ben Simmons, Dwight Howard, plus some value. So Ben Simmons, if they're both out, would be the clear number one on option. Obviously, he's got triple-double upside. Would like him a good amount. Then that would make, you know... Assuming Dwight Howard starts would make him a pretty solid value play. We've seen the mess with him and Tony Bradley in the starting lineup. Uh, but whoever would start for Embiid would probably like for value there. And that if Embiid is out. And then, you know, we'd have these guys like Shake Milton would probably be a value guy I'd look to if both those guys are out. He played 32 minutes last game with no Tobias Harris. If there's no if Embiid plays and there's no Tobias Harris, I think the value guy I'd look to would be Shake Milton. Um, because the other guys I just don't really trust in like Korkmaz and Mike Scott and Thibel and Korkmaz started, but then they started, uh, started the first half and they started with Mike Scott in the second half. Both are very low usage guys. Uh, and then, you know, Thibel probably gets a run too, but also super low usage and more out there for his defense. So Philadelphia, again, we'll have to monitor the status of Tobias and Joel Embiid. Moving on to Denver and Chicago. Jokic should be able to feast against the Chicago front court. I do like him as a spend up. Uh, don't mind Jamal Murray more of a tournament play. Same thing with MPJ at 7K. 
Uh, moving down a little bit more, Barton Montemore, so just like secondary options to me. Campozo lost some minutes with P.J. Dozier back. He only played 24, which makes him riskier. Uh, P.J. Dozier in his first game back only played 14 minutes. Uh, we'll see if maybe those minutes go up. If they do, I think you could use him as a punt play at almost min-price. Moving on to the Chicago Bulls. So it says everyone's out right now because the game tonight got postponed. But I think this game right now is, is on track to play. So Zach Levine as a contrarian play at 9.5K for GBPs is all that really is. Not a cash game play at all at that price. I don't know why he continues to be priced over 9K. That I, I feel like drafting should price him down eventually, right? Because you just look at the, the, the box score for him. 37, 39, 30, and the price isn't moving. Um, now, Kobe White is at 6.3K. He's a guy that probably plays 30 to 35 minutes. I think he's a, a pretty solid play in the mid-range, but not really a priority. Uh, Wanda Carter Jr. worried about the foul trouble going up against Jokic. Everyone else are kind of just stay away from me on the Chicago side. Moving on to Utah and New Orleans. So this is a pretty high over-under, higher than I expected, 235. Um, starting on the Utah side. So fully healthy team. Utah when fully healthy is a little bit tricky. Now Donovan Mitchell is still, even when Conley's been in, it still have been having some good games. So don't mind going up to him, but you know I like him a lot more when Conley's out. Now Mike Conley himself, uh, I think probably plays around 30 minutes. Uh, again, rested or sat the, the second half of back-to-back. I think more due to rest. They said hamstring, but I think it was just more of a rest. Um, I think he's the guy I probably like the most on the Utah Jazz side. Rudy Gobert is at 7-4. My issue is just like most games he hovers around the 30-minute mark, which just makes him like an okay play at that price. Clarkson, Ingles, more secondary plays. These are guys I like a lot when Mike Conley is out. Uh, Bojan, too reliant on the scoring. Royce O'Neal, a little bit too pricey. And Derek Favors, if you need a, a punt play, I think it's all right. Probably plays about 15 minutes. Revenge game narrative for him, too, if you're into that. Moving on to the Pelicans. So Zion Williamson, if you want to continue to ride this hot streak, I am fine with that. He has been playing on fire recently, playing big minutes, stuff in the stat sheet. Um, I'm perfectly fine if you want to go to Zion. Again, he, last four games, 48, 49, 54, and 49 fancy points. Ingram, eh, just seems priced about right. Don't love the spot here. Lonzo Ball uh, at, you know, is playing 35-ish minutes, but uh, almost priced at 7K. And again, don't love the matchup here. Bledsoe, yeah, there's no one really else that I love here on the Utah Jazz, or on the on the uh, New Orleans Pelicans. I mean, Josh Hart has been very up and down. Uh, minutes kind of fluctuate with him. You can always use him as a tournament option because we've seen some upside, but not a ton I love there. Brooklyn and San Antonio, this is a game I have a lot more interest in. The Brooklyn side, Harden, Kyrie, I think are two of the better spun-ups of the slate. Um, I'm fine with either. You could play both too. Harden has more upside. I think he has a higher floor due to the triple-double uh, you know, upside for him. Kyrie, a little riskier, but uh, again, it's $2,000 cheaper. So I like both uh, of the Brooklyn guards being Harden and Kyrie Irving. Value-wise for the Brooklyn Nets, when they're when uh, they're both healthy or both Kyrie and Harden, not a ton I love. Uh, Bruce Brown probably plays mid-20s minutes, but again, 5'4". Eh. DeAndre George, Joe Harris, who just priced about right. I just never trust this, this Brooklyn value. I'm probably just going to stay away. On the San Antonio Spurs side. So, DeMar DeRozan, DeJounte Murray. I mentioned that game as a sneaky game stack, that San Antonio-New Orleans game last game. I, I mentioned DeRozan, DeJounte Murray, Zion, and then one more player from the Pelicans. If you did that, you are probably in really good shape because DeMar DeRozan went for 54. DeJounte Murray went for 45. Uh, Zion had the big game. So, um, yeah, I do like both these guys for the Spurs uh, just because of the matchup. If this is a different matchup, then I would just say DeRozan, DeJounte Murray would be more secondary plays, but... I love targeting players against the Nets. So they play very, very little defense. DeMar DeRozan is probably their number one on offense. Uh, he went for 32-11 and 11 last game. I think he's a good uh, spend up. I also do like DeJounte Murray. Again, he played 37 minutes. So uh, DeJounte Murray, DeMar DeRozan, I think are do two good spend ups. Pirtle, Aldridge, eh, they're kind of eating each other's minutes right now. Lonnie Walker at 5K seems a little bit pricey. Probably plays mid to high 20s minutes, but don't love that. 
Patty Mills at 4.7 just seems priced about right. Again, probably plays high uh, 20s to low 30s minutes. Now, Trey Lyles, who we'll mention, played 36 minutes at last game. Will we get 36 minutes again? Probably not. I think they needed him more to guard uh, Zion. Plus, we might have Keldon Johnson back too, so we'll have to keep an eye on that. Uh, all right, moving on to Cleveland and Houston. On the Cleveland side, Jared Allen should be able to feast against his front court. And I will mention Houston started patting at the five tonight against Jonas Valanciunas. If you play Jonas Valanciunas tonight, I really feel for you. Like, I really, really feel for you because that is just the worst possible look. Jonas Valanciunas, I think, played 12 minutes. I think he had like seven points and six boards in that time. Like, he was going off, just picked up four fouls in the first half in like, I don't know how many minutes, like eight or nine minutes, and then picks up his fifth foul early in the second half. And then the game blows out too. So if you play Jonas Valanciunas, um, yeah, like I said, I really, really feel for you. But yeah, back to Cleveland. Again, I do like Jared Allen at the top there, even at the price point. Sexton and Garland are both playable because they're playing huge minutes. Huge, huge minutes. Like both these guys are playing around 40 minutes a game. Uh, again, don't mind the matchup here against the Houston Rockets. So both the Cleveland guards think are viable. Uh, Chuddy Osmond, I'll keep an eye on this. He is currently questionable. If he misses, then we got to consider this gross value like Dylan Windler and Dean Wade. Both these guys probably play mid 20s Mets, and both would be in play um, if there's no Chuddy Osmond. Now, Torian Prince uh, looks like he will be back, so that, that could eat into the minutes of those guys, which would make them a little bit riskier. Uh, Isaac Okoro, I don't know what's gotten into him. He's now actually like a decent NBA player. Uh, he would literally earlier on in the season play like 40 plus minutes and get like five fancy points. So last game he went for 36 fancy points. Now I'm not paying 5k for him, but I will mention again, he has been playing better. And then JaVel McGee, if for some reason Jared Allen gets in foul trouble again, he's a good point per minute guy, but most of the time he'll hover around the 15 minute mark. On the Houston Rockets side, Oladipo back, so not a ton of love. You know, while Oladipo, more secondary plays. Uh, the guy that I am interested in, if he starts, is Justin Patton. He started at the five last game. He played 26 minutes tonight. Um, if he starts the five again, I would have interest in him at that price. So we'll just have to keep an eye on that one. Not really else, not a ton else I like with Oladipo coming back. Final game. So just like uh, last video where I was like, hey, we saved the best for last. We have once again saved the best for last. I absolutely love this game, just like I did Charlotte and Sacramento tonight. I love Charlotte and Portland. This is the game I want the most exposure to. So on the Charlotte side, there's two big or three big pieces of news. Gordon Hayward, Devontae Graham, Cody Zeller. If they are all out, then the Charlotte Hornets look really, really good. At the top, LaMelo Ball would be the guy I would look to. Should play 35-plus minutes, Great matchup, can stuff his stat sheet, would really, really like the mellow if all these guys are out. Rogier, secondary option, uh, riskier for sure. P.J. Washington having a big first half. Um, he's a guy that gets a huge boost if there's no Gordon Hayward, no Cody Zeller. Again, he'll play the small ball five when Biombo is not out there. As long as he can stay out of foul trouble, Biombo himself for value if he starts at center, I think would be a pretty solid value play. Gotten some foul trouble early tonight. Hopefully he can stay out of that foul trouble. Miles Bridges came off the bench, but probably plays close to 30 minutes. I think he'd be a pretty good value play. Uh, of the Martin Twins, probably I would go Caleb Martin has been the better of the Martin Twins. So if I had to pick one of those Martin Twins, it would be him. Really, I'd be pretty high on all of the Charlotte uh, Hornets if all those guys are out. That being Zeller, Graham, Hayward. If they're all in, then we have to reconsider. Still would like the mellow at the top. Um, Zeller being in would obviously downgrade Biombo, would downgrade Peach of Washington. Um, so we'll just have to keep an eye on that for uh, the Charlotte Hornets. Finally, the Portland Trailblazers love Lillard at the top. Um, he's a guy that should play close to 40 minutes in close games. He's the clear number one, and just has insane upside, and I love the matchup, too. So really do like Dame at the top, and I do like Ennis Cantor, too. 
Uh, he's a guy that should play 35-ish minutes, should be able to feast against this front court. So I do like Hanter. I do like Lillard a good amount. The wings like Trent, Covington, Jones Jr., Mello, all kind of just secondary plays. If you want to full stack this game and you land on all those guys, that's fine. But no real priorities there for me. And that's really it for the Portland Trailblazers. I think that's going to do it for the video as well today, guys. So if you haven't enjoyed the content so far, I would really appreciate it if you leave a like button on the video. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. And hit the notification bell so you don't want to upload videos you don't want to go live. Thanks again, guys. Have a great day. And I'll see you all tomorrow in the live stream.